Welcome to Changeable. This is episode number 204. Do you need to see through a story to let it go? A question from a listener. You're tuned in to Changeable with Dr. Amy Johnson. Changeable podcast is all about breaking habits, ending anxiety, and the ironic way change really works. So sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. Hey there, welcome back to Changeable. So in today's episode, I have another question from a listener that I want to speak to. And it's a great question. I think this one's going to be really good to look at um, for a few different reasons. So as you heard in the title of this episode, kind of the crux of the question is, do I need to see the story that's running? Do I need to see what these thoughts are, what these limiting beliefs are? that are, in Debbie's case, uh, creating chronic pain and some suffering and stress for her. And it's an excellent question. You know, I think, um, I think we're so attuned to the content of our thinking that, of course, it looks just obvious at times that we would need to know what that story is. And it can be really helpful, for sure, to see what the story is um, but as we, as we talk this through, I, I hope that you'll start to see that maybe it isn't so necessary and believing that it's necessary has, has all kinds of other issues associated with it. You know, it's, that's its own thing. So I, I'm going to read the question. It's a question from, uh, someone I'm calling Debbie. I'm going to read the question in full and then I'll go back to the question and kind of speak to, to various parts of it. So Debbie says, I have repeated symptoms that come and go, like migraine, head and face pain, and fatigue. Thanks to this understanding, they've lessened in strength and frequency, which is great, and I'm able to live more fully now. I I feel I still have a lot to see around it, though, as they still pop up quite frequently, and I still feel that I'd like them gone. The way I currently see them is that they're caused by an unhelpful story or thoughts that I'm believing to be true and meaningful. The thing is, that unhelpful story must have been around for years, and I have no idea what it is. It kind of looks like I need to know what it is before I can let it go, and before the symptoms can improve. Otherwise, I guess I'll, it'll just keep arising. I'll keep buying into it on some level, and I'll forever get these annoying symptoms. That doesn't feel or look so free to me, so I'm pretty sure I'm missing something here. I'd love to see something new around this. So I... Thank you, Debbie, for letting me speak to this question. And again, I guess like just reading it again right now, uh, again for me, just what kind of pops out is the heaviness of of it feeling like there's something that you need to see in order to be okay or to be more okay. Like in order for something to happen, something needs to be seen and you don't see what it, what it is. And I think, I mean, that feeling feels so familiar to me and probably to most people. Um, I felt like this for years around my habit, especially anxiety. Like I had these, and, I, and I'm not saying that this is how you feel, Debbie. I'm just sharing. Um, you know, I just had so many theories that I thought up and that I heard from other people that it's something unresolved. It's something in your subconscious. It's something that is lurking in there. And 
And kind of along those lines, you know, we hear all kinds of stories about people who go get uh, some kind of energy work done and something shifts or something happens in their life and, you know, maybe they forgive someone or they do this or they do that and suddenly their symptoms go away or their anxiety changes or goes away or whatever. And I, I think naturally, you know, we hear all of that. And and for me anyway, it really created this sort of uh, worry that I carried around for years and years and this kind of burden, you know, of like, there's something wrong that was obvious to me. There is a problem. There's something wrong. And there is a solution to this wrong thing, but I don't know what it is. And I, and that, you know, in my mind, that's going to translate into, and I'm going to work like crazy and think like crazy uh, until I find the solution. And so, again, this may or may not resonate with you, Debbie, but I just want to share that because I think it's really, really um, common. I think it's what a mind would often do in a case like this. And it's a hard story to live with. It's heavy. It feels personal. It, it's like now you have this, not not only do you have face pain and fatigue to deal with, but there's something lurking inside of you, hurting you, creating suffering, that if you can just find it, and it's on you to find it, you're asking for support, but make no mistake, your mind is ultimately saying, this is on you, Debbie. You better figure out what this is, identify the story or else, or else you, this, you know, this pain is going to go on forever. And, you know, the way you say that even, I guess it'll keep arising. I'll keep buying into it on some level and I'll forever get these annoying symptoms. That's exactly what a mind would say, forever. It's already has this very clear image of you as a 95-year-old lady <laughs> sitting around knitting with a migraine. You know, it's like this is exactly what a mind would do is throw it out on this giant timeline and then throw it all back to you as if as if there's something secretly hurting you and you need to figure out what it is. So again, that may feel uh, stronger and more exaggerated than how it feels to you. It may not. That's how it felt to me. And I, I'm guessing that others are carrying around this heavy weight as well. And, and you know, because we're dealing with chronic pain and fatigue and things like that, that, that are, and we'll get to this in a minute in your question, but that are showing us that there's stress and tension. They are showing us that that we're clinging to something or probably identifying with something that isn't ours. You know, they are showing us where, where life isn't freely moving free. If we're suffering around those things, it's, it's kind of interesting to note that having this story or this thought, I need to find out what this is that's hurting me or else I'm going to be dealing with this forever. Well, that alone, Debbie, is enough to cause a migraine. Forget the story that started all this, if there even is one. You know, forget what you're really asking about for a second. Set that aside, what you're really asking about. There's some big hidden story within you that's being believed and we need to uncover it. Okay, let's even just set that story aside. Just this story, this story that there's a problem that you don't see. I hope that makes sense. Uh, Like just that alone is very uncomfortable and can cause all kinds of stuff. So it's really, I'm so glad that you're asking this question and that we can look at this a little bit because, you know, 
it's a tip off right off the bat when when life looks difficult, when it looks like again, and even something as innocent as oh, there's some story in here I keep believing, and it's making it's it's bringing me pain. <sighs> That's difficult. <laughs> That's hard. It's mysterious. It's on you. There's all of this is just kind of built into that. It's all kind of mixed in with that. And right away, that's a tip off. When life is a mystery, when it's on you to figure something out, when there's something that's not clear, but it needs to be or it should be, or to say that another way, when when it looks like we need anything we don't have, all of that is showing us that there's there's thought at play. <laughs> you know, that's only in a mind, only in thought. Are we this me in the world who needs something that she or he doesn't have? Beyond thought, outside of thought, outside of this me and my life story, that just simply is not at all the case. There is nothing hidden. There is nothing missing. There is nothing needed. There is nothing wanted outside of thought. So, Again, right off the bat, when it looks complicated or hard and kind of scary and what if and forever and all of that, it's just an amazing, uh, amazing little tip off to you. Like, okay, there's some thought here and you just want to not believe that so much. Okay, so the beginning of the question, uh, she says, I have repeated symptoms that come and go like migraine, head and face pain and fatigue. Thanks to this understanding, they've lessened in strength and frequency, which is great, and I can live more fully now. I feel I still have a lot to see around it, though, as they still pop up quite frequently, and I still feel that I'd like them gone. Okay, let me just say a little bit about that part. So about, you know, we can hear, like, they pop up frequently, so there's something I'm not seeing, and and mostly the... I I want them gone. I'd like them gone, which is so obvious and honest, right? Like, okay, of course, that's exactly what a mind would say is it wants them gone. And I just want to zoom you out a little bit, Debbie. Now, not at all to take from your experience, not at all to say, please don't hear this as me saying, you have to love them. Like when you love and accept them, that's when they'll leave. Absolutely not. I'm not saying that at all. But I do want you to see this reflex, this thing that comes up that says, they're still here too much for me. Yeah, yeah, I'm very grateful and I know you are and and that's wonderful and they're better and so happy about that. But they still come up too frequently and I still really want them gone. That's so normal, so human and I just want you to see that as a thought. Not, again, just see that as a thought period, full stop. So again, don't read into that at all. Like I'm not saying, oh, see that as a thought and don't believe it and and want it differently and love that. No, just see, of course, of course, minds have preferences for everything. These are not your preferences, Debbie. You, the, the real you, the consciousness that you are has no preference, has no want, has no need. So of course your mind is is like our mind 
is all about measuring and calculating and judging. So it's all about frequently less, more, too much, not enough, you know, all of that. It's all about painting a picture of if I can just find the, the story that's lurking and creating this, I'll be pain-free and then my life will look like this made-up picture that pops into your head, whatever that might be in a moment. That's all exactly what a mind does, exactly. So if your mind is doing it, that your mind is doing it, totally normal, totally okay. But just see it as a function of the mind. This isn't you. These aren't your preferences. It, it, it's kind of like saying, it's like the sky, you know, I use this metaphor a lot, you know, like if you are the sky, does the sky sit around and say, okay, the clouds are less, but they're still too frequent and I want them gone. I mean, there's just, there's just a, like, this is what's arising. Now, again, you, you, have a mind. <laughs> There's some identification there, of course. Like I'm, I'm not at all saying you should love this pain or anything like that. But I do just want you to see that it's it's only thought that judges and measures and calculates and too much and too little and want it gone. And that's okay. So it's completely fine and normal that that thought is arising, that those thoughts arise. And see them as thought. See that as a mind that has a clear preference here, that has a clear agenda for how you're supposed to feel. And see that when we're identified with with our mind's agenda, we must suffer. Like there's really no, and you know, I use suffer as a big word, but we're going to at the very least be a little disappointed or frustrated. And at the most, we're in full-on suffering because there's an expectation or a picture that truly is made up, that's made up. And, and it is not reality. It is not what life is giving us. And so there's just a friction there that's inevitable. It's just going to be all the time. So that's it. You know, just kind of hold that very loosely. See how opinionated your mind is. See how, how what's here, real, true, arising is not okay to your mind. To you, it's fine. In the big picture, totally fine. In fact, perfect in many ways that you may never see, that none of us will ever see. But to your mind, not okay, not supposed to be, not good enough. And just by definition, like that's going to create a little bit of suffering and some tension. So I wonder if even with the pain, you can be curious. You can kind of play with like, what might it be like to not want this gone. It's a great exercise to play with. And again, I'm not saying, Debbie, for you to hold yourself to this standard and that's how you should feel at all. But just to play with that, like, okay, here's some, here's some pressure, here's some tension, call it pain, whatever your mind calls it. Ouch, that kind of hurts. Here it is. What would it be like to just, just it, that's just what's arising? What would it be like to, to, feel into it and maybe even welcome it and and dive right in the middle of it and explore it a little bit. These are just things, you know, there's no perfect practice around this, but they're things you can kind of look at. But I think even in experiment with, even just that bit about like, huh, what would it be like for me, for you, Debbie, in your life to have this pain just be there however it shows up and to not have the thought I want it gone, to just sort of be okay with it. 
It's really interesting. Okay, so the next part of Debbie's question is, the way I currently see them, the pain symptoms, is that they're caused by an unhelpful story or thoughts that I'm believing to be true and meaningful. So, yes, I love that, Debbie. I think where where it's getting a little sticky is that there's some therefore after that, which I know there is and we're going to get to it. But just what I read right there, what you wrote right there, they're caused by an unhelpful story or thoughts that I'm believing to be true and meaningful. That's awesome. That's what pain and suffering always is, right? It's always just showing us the nature of our thinking. Now, that does not mean it's showing you that you have some deep hidden story from childhood or whatever that's coming up and creating facial pain and migraines. It does not mean that. It could, it could mean anything. This is where we want to be really careful about the specifics, you know, and seeing that, like just kind of noticing, wow, there's a lot of, lot of specific theories that get tossed out by a mind. So that's one that I have this facial pain, like, oh, it's showing me that there's some deep hidden stuff that I need to let go of. And I don't know how to do that. That's as we've already discussed, that's one story and it's pretty painful one in itself. But another way to see exactly what you said, that that this pain is just alerting you to that there's something that's being clung to, there's something that's being believed and seen as true and meaningful, is it could just be as simple as when you feel some pressure in your face, some resistance arises, some, oh no, not again. That would be a thought that you believe and that feels really true and that is going to create more resistance and it's going to create more pain. You see what I mean? So, so yes, this stuff is getting our attention, but we kind of want a full stop period right there because it's getting our attention. Now our mind is going to want to go off and make up all kinds of theories about what it's bringing our attention to. And that's where things can get kind of sticky. So so who knows? What we know in a sense, and even this, hold this very loosely, I, I would rather us not know anything. But what I think is safe to say is that when there's chronic pain, when there's suffering around, around pain, not just pain, like you stub your toe, it's going to hurt. But when there's suffering around it or when there's chronic pain many times, maybe not even always, but a lot of times, there's... There's something that's some resistance. There's some thought. It could just be the energy of the pain. There's something wanting to just show up and move through that's being a little bit pushed against. And keep it really loose and open and be really curious about it from that standpoint. So I would love for you to play with even going more back to like, I don't know, like you feel the pain and rather than, it's back and yeah, it's better, but it's still too much. And oh, there's some story I need to figure out. What if you just feel the pain and it's like instantly, you're kind of like, oh, it's, oh, that's right. Let me just relax and and see what happens. Let me just lean in rather than push against and just be here for a minute with this. Maybe it's life showing you in that moment that you're thinking really, really hard. Maybe it is some old story arising. Who knows? Maybe it's just that little tinge of pain got your attention and you tensed up and pushed it away and so it hurts more and that's what you're feeling. 
We don't know. And that's the beauty in this. That's the invitation for you to feel that and to just almost like the visual I always get is like we're cling or like uh, gripping onto something, like you're gripping onto a steering wheel or something. And then you just open your hands. Like you're, we're trying to steer through life and trying to keep the pain at bay and figure everything out and make sure everything's okay. And the pain actually coming up, and again, this could be emotional pain for anyone listening. This is not just about physical pain at all, but the pain or the tension or the stress coming up is this beautiful little invitation like, hey, just let go. Just open, open, open your hands, open your mind. You don't know what's going on. You don't know anything. It's a, it's a time to switch from tension and rigidity and I know what's best and I know what should be happening to completely flipping that and hands open, off the wheel, I don't know. And you can even say that. I say that sometimes when I'm like, I don't know. I, I don't know. It feels so open, so open compared to what my mind is trying to do, which is no, 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 so we can figure things out, so we can have its agenda met, so I can be comfortable for life as if that's even on the <laughs> in the cards, as if that's even an option. You see that? So it's on so many levels. Again, it's physical, it's muscular, it's skeletal, who knows? It's like, it's, it's at that physical level, there's tension and tightness, and then all pain is going to be amplified when that's the case. It's emotional. It's, it's emotional in that this energy, emotions are just this energy wanting to move through, but we kind of tense up emotionally and we damn it up a little bit. It's mental and that we're, our mind is trying so hard to know everything it can. And when our mind is busy knowing things, it's shutting out everything else. So it's like just wall after wall after wall after wall get put up. And this pain is so amazing. This pain that's a problem and you still want it gone, understandably. But that's just a certain way of seeing it. It's amazing. It's there to show you, hey, sweetie, there's another wall. Just let go. Just let go. Let go of that one too. Yeah, there's another one. Let go. There's another thing you think you know. I don't know. You don't know. No one knows anything. And it almost turns from from this, you know, tight grip, pushing through, trying to make it go away or feel better or look for the temporary comfort or whatever that might be to a complete flip of open, letting go. I don't know. And maybe even asking like, okay. I'll relax. What do I need to see? And then not letting your mind answer that question, but just, you know, you, you play with it and see. But it's a complete flip on the rigidity. It's going from rigid and tight to open, which I think is ultimately the point of this, right? And I think you think that too, Debbie. I know that you are onto this and see something about that, that it is here to wake you up. It is here to show you things. So, I mean, how perfect and beautiful is that? Okay, so the last part of the question says, the thing is that unhelpful story must have been around for years and I have no idea what it is. It kind of looks like I need to know what it is before I can let it go and before the symptoms can improve. Otherwise, I guess it'll keep arising. I'll keep buying into it on some level and I'll forever get these annoying symptoms. That doesn't feel or look like, so free to me. So I'm pretty sure I'm missing something here. I'd love to see something new around it. So 
you're right, Debbie. And I love that you see that, that this story, you know, the story about the story, the story that there's some unhelpful story that's been around for years, it's hidden, it's in your subconscious, which is like the scariest place on earth. Uh, You have to figure out what it is so that you can let it go. That does not feel or look free at all. And I love that you see, okay, something's not right here. <laughs> um, the, the heaviness of that is showing me that it, it cannot be like that. And you're 100% right. It cannot be that complicated. This cannot be on you. This cannot be something that you need to uncover so that you can let it go. It just can't. There is no, <laughs> there is no you to uncover or to let things go. How, how would that even happen? No one knows how to even do these things, really. And not because we haven't made up theories about it. You know, you can go ask people and they'll tell you to go to therapy or do, you know, do all the things to uncover a story and let it go. But clearly, there is no like streamlined, agreed upon version of this that anyone finds that has ever worked consistently because we'd know it if there was. So you're right. And of course, as I mentioned earlier, the whole forever story that your mind is kind of folded into this too. The whole thing is just feels heavy and can't be true because that feeling is showing you that thought is involved. That feeling is showing you, wow, the complicated nature of it, the heaviness of it. This is something my mind is telling me. It's not necessarily what's what's real. So the bit about knowing the story is interesting. And this is where, if there's a story, let's just say, or or you know, there's a there's a thought being believed. Let's say we know that on some level. There's some some thought, some something being identified with. And again, it could be you know, I'm not good enough that started when you were two. And it could be this pain shouldn't be here, which arises right now in this minute for the first time ever, maybe. Either way, doesn't really matter. It's all the same. All thought is equal. It's all the same. So either way, whether it's a 40-year-old story of I'm not good enough or a four-second-old story of I can't handle this right now, when that's identified with and viewed as true, and, and looks like it's about a Debbie, it's about you, you will feel that as you should, as we should, right? That's the, that's the perfect design that we have. And that's it. I mean, it's so simple and so easy to overlook because we have a lifetime of conditioning that says pain is bad. Health is good. Migraines are bad take a pill, do something about that. It shouldn't be happening. You can't live your life when that's happening. Everybody knows no one wants pain. You know, like all of that, which again, is a human to human, of course, it looks and feels that way. But you're a superhuman, Debbie. Like you, you know a bit about what's beyond this human conversation. And and that's going to help here. It is. It can look and feel as real and obvious and clear as can be. And we can still see that that has to be a mind making up how life's supposed to go. And there's no way that any mind can know how life's supposed to go. There's no way when a mind is arguing with what's arising, the mind is right. Like, how would that be? I mean, this there's just so much in this universe and this reality and this un, this always unfolding stream of consciousness, of energy that's arising. 
how is our mind going to pick out one little piece out of that never-ending stream of consciousness and say, this is wrong. This one got it wrong, shouldn't be here. Of course not. So when a mind is arguing with, with what's arising, which happens all the time, I don't know. I think the mind has to be wrong <laughs> every single time. I can't imagine how it could be any other way. So to that story, though, I do want to speak a little bit more to what I, what I think you're really getting at here is when you say this unhelpful story, it must have been around for years and I have no idea what it is. So it does kind of have this air of like it's it's this big, deep, old thing that's kind of weighing on you and has been forever. Part of that, you know, is, is again, what can be sort of a tip off there is our mind will say, like, if I were to ask you, well, who cares? Who cares? Why do you even have to see this story? Why do you have to let it go? And why do you have to be pain-free? Most likely your mind is going to answer that because in some way saying like, because life will be better if those were the case. I'd be happier. I'd be freer. Life would be better. There's, And I just want you to see, again, it's hard for a human to argue with that. I would rather be pain-free than in pain, no question. Everyone would, right? No question. But at the same time, and can you also see how that's, that's, this is just what a mind does. This is a process of a mind saying, there's a better alternative reality out there and I want it and this one isn't it. So our mind is literally saying, and all of our minds do it all the time, life is wrong, I am right. I have imagined something and it needs to be reality. (laughs) I have imagined a me that has seen through the story, let it go, there's no more pain. That's the one I want, please. That's my order. That's the order I'm placing. And until I get that, on some level, this is happening, Debbie. Your mind is saying, and until I get that, I'm not going to be okay. I'm not happy with this. And that's why it's so important to kind of see that this is just all of this preference and agenda and arguing. Again, it's very hard to say to someone who's in chronic pain some of this stuff sometimes because, again, of course, no one wants to be in chronic pain. We totally get that. But that's why I think it's also so important in those cases to see and look at the constant arguing that a mind does with reality and the constant making up of alternate realities, which are pure fiction, like pure fiction, just creative out the wazoo. There is nothing to that. It's a made up picture. It's no different, absolutely no different than any mind out there making up a picture of themselves with $10 billion in the bank and and having the perfect life and saying, okay, until life looks like that, I'm, I'm dissatisfied. And that's essentially what our mind's doing all the time when it's arguing with what is. So anytime there's this promise of a nicer life if, like if only I could see the story, if only I could let it go, if only this changed, and that's a lot for all, for all minds, Anytime there's a promise of a nicer life, it's, a, again, an amazing tip-off. It just gets to show us, okay, there's a, there's a truth here beyond all of this thinking where everything is fine, where that sky has no preference on, on what weather shows up, 
that is not just this sort of woo-woo spiritual out there thing. Like you can feel that, Debbie. You can feel that in any moment. You just reach for that space beyond all of this thinking. You just get curious about what's there when you're not Debbie with the pain and with this kind of life and this age and this gender. It's right there to be felt. It's so everywhere. It's infused in everything. It's where we're feeling that pure being, that pure aliveness, that pure consciousness all the time. So when our mind is arguing with what is, it's just this amazing opportunity to see that, you know, to to relax back into that pure being however we can, in any way we can. It does not mean pain goes away. It does not mean that we're an instant bliss. It's just a recognition like, okay, there's a mind really arguing here. It's a mind with a lot of agenda here. And that's not the truth of things. That's the thought created reality, but that's not reality. Okay, so I was um, I was starting to talk about seeing the actual story. And so you say you'll keep buying into it unless you see through the story. I guess the thing about that that I want to talk about and I want you to see is that in a sense, when we're saying like, I need to know what caused this and what the story even is so that I can see through it, can you recognize how that is us jumping into the psychology and trying to fix the psychology? So for example, like let's just make something up. Like say say this all started when um, you were six and your best friend in the whole world moved. She moved far away and you never got to play with her again. And you were really sad. And shortly thereafter, you you were crying so much about, I'm totally making this up. You're crying so much about missing your friend that you had like a really bad headache and and you felt kind of sick and you got a lot of attention. Your parents felt horrible for you. They felt so bad. Your best friend moved. So you got attention and you probably got ice cream and, you know, all, all the stuff. And on some level, your mind said, oh, okay, you know, this is, this is good. If I'm, this is the kind of attention I want and I need. And so let's just say it, it kind of seeks that out totally making this up. It could be any story, right? I mean, all of these stories are made up at some point by mind. So let's say, Debbie, that, that that's what happened and that you somehow through just some insight and some introspection, uh, you were able to kind of see, oh my gosh, it, it, it did start then. And that makes so much sense. And that feels right. I think it was when little Lizzie moved, you know, across the country and I never saw her again. And and then, and then I felt horrible, but then I felt better, almost felt better when I was sick and I, well, whatever, right? So you see that. Well, now what? <laughs> really? Like now what does that do for you? Now, now it might do some stuff. Uh, I'm definitely not, I think it's great when we see through the story on some level. Okay, so I know I'm kind of making it sound like it's completely unnecessary. I do believe it's completely unnecessary, but that doesn't mean it can't be helpful. So so now what? Okay, so here's Debbie like, oh, so that's funny. That's just something my mind made up when I was six and it made perfect sense and it was protective, but now it's replaying it and I don't need that now. Now I don't want attention that comes from being sick. You know, I want to be out in the world. So 
maybe, maybe, and it's a big maybe, maybe in seeing how the psychology played out and by seeing even more clearly and, and specifically, oh, that's ridiculous and it's unneeded. Maybe the next time there's pain, it's like you can lean into it a little more easily. It looks less like a problem and more like a protective thing. Maybe it leads to some more compassion, you know, and and even gratitude for uh, for all these protective systems that come up and create all these quote unquote problems for us, which is happening all the time in the name of protection. So maybe in that compassion and relaxation and insight and gratitude, this opens up a little bit more for you. That's awesome. If that happens, and that's happened, I'm sure, in other areas of your life and for all of us at times where we see through the psychological story, that can be really nice. It can be great. But I also want you to see that that's a big ask and we have no control over that. And most importantly, we're talking about jumping into a psychological story and finding some resolution for the story. And ultimately, what I want you to see, Debbie, and what everything we talk about in this podcast and everything I share is about, is not about resolving what's not even real to begin with. It's about seeing that it is a story. So there's a massive shortcut and again, if you, for anyone, like if you see the story, I mean, I, I love this myself. I love seeing kind of where these things started. It can give a little clarity for sure. It can, it can, it satisfies the intellect is what it does. It, it satisfies your mind in a sense, even though your mind is the one doing this all along. It satisfies the intellect because it, it's like, oh, that's so logical and it all makes sense, you know, it gives you that kind of feeling, which can be helpful, but it's not really where it's at. And and we all know because how many times have you seen through a story and it doesn't matter? How many times have you seen how illogical something is or how logical something is? How how some pattern you have or some habit is there to protect you and it's never actually protected you and you don't need that kind of protection and yet it continues. And yet what what's happening there is even though you get it intellectually, when this, this energy arises, it's still being pushed away. It's still being resisted. It's still being seen as wrong or problematic or, okay, I get you, but I still hate you and I want you gone. Well, that's not going to help. There's still fighting in that. There's still resistance in that. So, so do you see that, that even seeing the story, that's, it's no magic bullet, not even close. In fact, uh, all the time we see through stories and, and linger and the effects continue to linger. So what is the bigger picture here? Like where, what's, what do we want to really look toward and go toward here? And I think it's still just seeing, that's a few things. I mean, seeing that all suffering, all pain, all life looking complicated, as we've discussed, all of that is just is, is showing us that we're identified with thought. That is not truth. It is not the truth. The minute your mind relaxes and you fall out of thinking, the minute you're just here in that pure being for a split second, it's all gone. Everything is gone. Then the minute your mind jumps back online and you're caught up back in that storyline, then it's all back and it looks like it needs a resolution in that storyline. It can't be. 
It literally just disappeared. And it will disappear in the next second that your mind falls quiet. It's crazy how much we jump into the story and try to solve for it when there's a so much easier and quicker way, when we can see that it's a story and, and not just see that it's a story, but actually visit and eventually reside more in that space beyond the stories where the stories are arising. They're fine. The weather's still moving through the sky, but you're not it and it's not you. And it does not need a fix. That's ultimately the deepest place that I can see in this moment, you know, and it's a, it's a really different direction. So seeing that it's a story and in that, again, really coupled with knowing that health, know intimately being familiar with, possibly even living with (laughs) more and more in time, hopefully like living from that place of pure being, of innate health, of of before thought, the formless, the formless energy that is everything. In that space, stuff arises and it just isn't pushed against in the same way. So in that space, like let's say you're just feeling amazing, Debbie, you have a great day. I'm sure you've experienced this many, many, many times. I think anyone with chronic pain has. You're just having a great day. You feel strong and resilient and things are good. And then here comes a little bit of pain. It's a really different experience. Now, of course, your mind could get all caught up in that and say, this shouldn't be happening on my good day. And it can go downhill really quickly. And it's usually pretty obvious in that case what happened. Even to us in the middle of it, we see, oh, yeah, I got all mad about the pain and then now I feel horrible. But but also we've had many, many days where you're feeling amazing. You just, you're just not in your head so much. Some pain shows up and it's just pain showing up. It's just a twinge here or some pressure there or a headache there here. You just go do what occurs to you to do to lessen the symptoms or not focus on them or whatever, not in a tight, rigid way. Again, in that way where your hands are wide open and you're saying, I don't know, okay, this is just what's arising. That happens all the time. That ultimately, like meeting, meeting our experience in that way, huge, huge. And when again, I say experience, purposely because it's physical pain, it's emotional suffering, it's a thought, it's a story, it's a thought that says, I don't know what the story is and I need to know what the story is, all of it. It's all the same. There is no real distinction. It, there's there's no nothing separate from anything else. It is all simply life arising. And the more we just meet it without pushing it, without needing it to be different, that's ultimately worth so much more than seeing through a psychological story. So those symptoms, the cause and effect stories, this needs to happen so that I feel that way, so that I'm not this way forever, all of that, just really helpful, beautiful little tip-offs, little reminders of like, oh, open. No, you don't know anything. I don't know. Open, relax, welcome even. Welcome life exactly as it's showing up. It goes so much further than 
trying to think through or see through any specific story. If you benefit from this podcast, I'd be so grateful if you'd leave a quick review of it on iTunes. Listener reviews go a really long way in attracting brand new listeners to this new paradigm. And they show me that you're listening and that you're benefiting from what you hear, which frankly goes a really long way in encouraging me to keep recording. Thank you so much to those of you who have reviewed it already. I really appreciate you. And thank you so much for considering it if you haven't yet.